0: Alright, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. How's it going out there today? It is Sunday, December 5th, 2021. How's it going out there today, guys? I'm feeling a little bit better. Voices sounding a little bit better, so um, hopefully I won't be coughing and hacking up a lung. I think I was able to edit most of that out of the last show, so uh, thank you for tuning in and bearing with me. But uh, before we get into the show, guys, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, please, if you give me a five star, share this with your friends. And uh, if you're not listening to us on, podca- on uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, that's fine. Uh, still share it with your friends. Uh, we're heard on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Not on Pandora, but, you know, that's okay because you know what we say? Fuck Pandora, right? Sugar water. All right, guys. I got a nice little show for you today. I'm uh, go into a few items. Uh, first on the list will be, uh, if you guys didn't hear this, uh, Chris Cuomo fired from CNN. Then I got a little story here about uh, Ronnie Double D DeSantis to reestablish the WW2 World War II civilian military force in the state of Florida, and uh, touch on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, or as I like to call it, the Gislaine Maxwell trial. You know that. <clears throat> and then uh, I'm going to touch on a little bit of history. history. Um, I know I've been doing some feel-good stories, some history, so uh, this is kind of, uh, could be a, a two-for-one special, so to speak. So we'll, we'll do that. And uh, before we get into everything, I want to talk about our first sponsor, that's right, Redcon1.com. Don't forget about them. Great, great supplement company. I'm telling you guys, I take the stuff every day. Protein shake in the morning. Total Wars, the pre-workout, had some of that this morning, hit the gym with Mr. Christopher J. McGillicuddy, did a nice little two and a half hour session, chest, and uh, was able to sustain energy through the whole workout, and it is now, I'm recording this at quarter till three, I'm still rocking, no caffeine other than that, so I'm telling you guys, good stuff. And then, uh, you know, post-workout shake, a little breach for some uh, EAAs, and, uh, and here I am, so, uh, don't forget about them. The link will be at the bottom of whatever podcast app you are listening to this on. Also, if you go to the website, don't on uh, there is a link to Redcon 1 on there. Check them out. You get 20% off if you use the promo code at the bottom of the podcast app there, T20 Cordamis. Use that. I think right now this weekend they're having a 25% off sale. Plus, they'll throw in some free stuff for you. So, but if you still use the link, you'll get your 25% off, and uh, I, th- I don't know what the free stuff is. I think there might be a free shirt or maybe a free bag in there, but um check them out, and uh good tasting, protein shakes, bars, and whatnot. Great stuff. Check them out, redcon1.com. All right. On to our first story of the day. Chris Cuomo fired from CNN, okay? Big, uh... I- I don't know that it's necessarily a shocking. Um, we kind of saw this coming. I mean, you had a lot of, uh, not, I don't want to say arguments, but a lot of uh, questions as to whether or not they were going to fire him. They suspended him. I, I think it was on the 30th. I'm not sure. Was that Tuesday, I think? They suspended him um, for, you know, for whatever reason. Like, I don't know the exact reason. I'm assuming it was for part of the reason he got fired. Um, they were looking into his dealings with his brother as far as what Chris Cuomo was doing towards the, the, the ladies that had um, accused Andrew Cuomo of misdoings. Um, I know it was reported that he, Chris Cuomo, was uh trying, I don't know the word I'm looking for, I don't want to say dox or intimidate or what the word is there, but he was trying to go after these accusers and kind of threaten him, in a sense, uh, to not continue with the uh, allegations and or lawsuits towards his brother. Uh, Whether that's true or not, I guess that remains to be seen. Um, But I just think it's convenient how they fire him on a Saturday. You know, I saw this last night, um, this morning, they talked about it a little bit here and there. Uh, Much much of the way, they just kind of want it to go away. It's interesting, though, because CNN in general, you know, they suck. So I know it's not breaking news or anything, but this guy, this Christopher Cuomo, was their top um, uh, audience getter. You know, he he had the highest rated show on on their station. So that ought to hurt a little bit. Um, I don't know. What they're what they're going to replace him with, or who they're—I don't really don't give a shit because I didn't watch two seconds. I mean, the most I could tell you of anything that Chris Cuomo did on his show is anything. Anytime Tucker or whoever would make fun of him, and uh, you know, talk some shit about him, and he might throw a clip up of, of his show. You know, of course, he always talked about how he worked out and did whatever, but you know, whatever. Uh, I think it's interesting to find out that the reason they're saying he got fired was because. Here's an article I found. So um, CNN reportedly learned about the sexual misconduct allegation against its disgraced anchor, Quiz Cuomo just f- uh, days before his firing. The claim came Wednesday, prompting attorney Deborah Katz, who is representing accuser, uh, the accuser, according to the New York times Katz, a client is um, I'm sorry. Katz's client is a former junior colleague at another network and newly emerged allegations against Cuomo is unrelatable to the Governor Andrew Cuomo matter. So, a former junior colleague at another network. So, uh, if you didn't know this, Chris Cuomo, he used to work for ABC News. I'm assuming that this person, who, you know, they're not naming, uh, worked with or for Chris Cuomo uh, at ABC Um. I love how it's a colleague got another network, obviously. You can look at his work history, see where he worked before he was CNN. It's not, you know. Anyway, so the lawyer um, said her uh, client came forward because she was disgusted by Chris Cuomo's on-air statements in response to allegations made by his brother when the CNN star addressed the scandal in March, telling viewers, I have always cared very deeply about these issues, and profoundly so. I just wanted to tell you that. (laughs) <laughs> notably Katz, who represents uh, Charlotte Burnett, the second woman to accuse now ousted uh, Governor Cuomo of sexual harassment. So, um, it was not immediately known if this newest report, uh, Revelation, uh, had any role in CNN's firing of Chris Cuomo Saturday or if the allegations wasn't added information to the network well, I would say he was suspended. I'm thinking like it was Monday or Tuesday he was suspended. She comes out Wednesday and then Saturday they fire him. I'm sure they uh probably did the math and figured i would I'd be almost willing to bet like you know you hear a lot of people talking about Jeffrey Tubin and you know his uh the the situation that he had on the zoom call or whatever it was where he was pleasuring himself and uh what was the other one there uh Jake, uh, Jake Tapper and his Russian collusion and his going hard on something that never actually happened. I I would say the reason those guys still have jobs with CNN is because it didn't affect the sponsorship. You have a, a network that's reeling uh, in competition to the other news networks. Now, they're reeling in the fact that, I mean, it's one thing for Fox News to be number one. And then subsequently i don't know the order in 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 fact but i would assume it goes fox msnbc or just nbc in general you know so you could break that up msnbc cnbc so on and so forth um cnn's towards the bottom of that pack and that's just if you take the ratings of those news networks there are shows on there that don't even compete against reruns of show of TV shows that are 20, 30 years old. So they're probably dying for sponsorship dollars. And if you have, uh, you know, Chris Cuomo defending his brother and what his brother allegedly did. But then on top of that, he himself now is being accused of similar things. Then, Surely you had sponsorship come up and say, you know, you know, whoever sponsors the shows. you're Not even necessarily his show per, per se, just CNN in general. I don't, Like I said, I don't really watch CNN, so I don't know. But, uh, you know, they could have been like, we're going to stop giving you guys sponsor dollars. We're going to move our money to, you know, MSNBC or Fox or whoever instead of, you know. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. But um, it's interesting. So this is from... This is from, I think, the New York Times here. So I'm going to read this article. Star anchor Chris Cromo was fired CNN or by CNN on Saturday, completing a stunning downfall for the network's top-rated host amid continuing inquiry into his efforts to help his brother, the governor of New York, stave off sexual harassment accusations at Anchor. The Anchor was suspended on Tuesday after testimony and text messages received by New York Attorney General revealed a more intimate and engaged role in his brother's political affairs than a network had previously known. Um, yeah, I had a conversation with somebody today at the gym about this. And, you know, I'm not saying what Chris Cuomo did was, was a good thing. Like, and I'm not talking about the sexual harassment aspect of it. Obviously, that's never good. But the defending of his brother, well, it's his brother. You know, I, we don't know exactly what he did or didn't do we are hearing reports of what he may have done as far as so um you know based on report received regarding chris's uh, conduct with his brother's defense we had cause to terminate when new allegations came to us this week we took them serious. so you know they were they were wavering on firing him anyway based on his defense and the things he did about uh, defending his brother or going after these these women that you know, we're alleging whatever against uh, governor Cuomo. But then on top of that, he had a potential sexual harassment suit on himself. Um, I just think it's interesting when you see these different uh, sexual harassment suits come about, you know, in different entities. I'm not just referring to this. I'm just talking about in general where I don't know how long ago he worked at um, ABC news and how long he's been at CNN, but this woman that just came forward the other day that previously worked with him at another network, you know, came out and said, you know, whatever she said. Okay. He was still Chris Cuomo, the anchor back when he was eight with ABC and then subsequently moved to CNN. He was still who he is. His brother was who he is. Why would you wait till now to say something? I, I always wondered like, you know, you had the, uh, Kavanaugh situation with the, The Ford lady coming out saying, oh, he did this and that at a high school party, you know, 30 however many years prior. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, there it came out that he didn't do it, but whether he did or he didn't do it, why do you wait 30 years? Why do you wait 10 years? I mean, I don't get it. If you're coming out anyway against this person, file the damn thing. You know, go to the police. Do whatever you got to do. I just don't understand. Now, I'm not excusing the behavior of either of these, the Cuomo brothers, um, I really tried to dig into why, I mean, generally kids are a product of their environment, of their upbringing, right? Um, a lot of times if, if, a you know, a mother or a father, if there are a certain way, then a lot of times the kids are going to be similar in that nature whether it's smoking or drinking or, you know, adulterating or whatever the case may be, it's usually a learned behavior. You remember the commercial way back in the day where the, the dad kicks in the, the kid's room and he has the little, like, I don't know, like a shoebox or whatever it is with, with drugs in it, and he's yelling at the boy, you know, who taught you to do this? Where did you learn this from, you know? And the kid's like, I learned it from watching you, you know, and, that, and it's true, you know? Kids watch everything you do. And that goes for your grandkids, too. You know, they're always in your face. You, they might, you might not think they're paying attention, but trust me, they are. And that can be good and bad. And what I mean by that, obviously, if you're a good parent and, and you're a good person, let's say, and you do good things, then obviously your kids are going to see you do these good things and believe that they should do the same thing. You know, that's the old adage, lead by example. So I dug, and I dug. And I'm looking because Andrew, well, both their their father uh, was Mario Cuomo, who was uh, governor of New York back in the 80s. And uh, I was like, surely there's something somewhere where Mario Cuomo touched someone on the ass. <laughs> now, I would say times have changed from back in uh, Mario Cuomo's day to today, as far as women, I'm sure back in the I, I'm not even sure I, I would almost guarantee that back in the 60s, 70, you know 80 back in these days it was very rare for women to come forward on accusers, especially accusers with power. Um, you know, it wasn't like even with uh, Bill Clinton, for example uh Lewinsky didn't come forward herself. It was a conversation she had with uh, shit I can't think of the lady's name off the top of my head, but it was the conversation she had with her where she recorded it you know they she recorded the their telephone conversations back and forth and um they um that is what got Bill Clinton in trouble and then i i you know, so on and so forth. The rest is history. My point being is not to say that Mario Cuomo did or didn't sexually harass women back in the day. We just can't, I can't find evidence of it, <laughs> at least not yet, but you have to believe that these boys, I say boys are my age or older, but when they were boys learned from somebody, I would assume their father, I'm not making alleg- uh allegations that Mario Cuomo did whatever. I'm just saying that one would think if Andrew Cuomo and Chris Cuomo are ideally the same when it comes to women, that uh, they learned it from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they learned it from watching him. Uh, I think the interesting thing is, is if I'm not mistaken, I, I have to assume, I know Andrew Cuomo's got a couple of daughters, so I'm assuming he's divorced um i but I'm almost certain that um that uh what's his face? Chris Cuomo' married with younger children, so I mean, I find that interesting in the sense that you know what does his wife have to think about this? these allegations surely whether this allegation is true or not from this lady at from a b c um You, I would be curious to be a fly on the wall in the Cuomo household. And what I mean by that is your wife knows how you are. You guys dated, you know, he picked you up and you guys courted and dated and whatever for however long prior to you guys getting married. So your behavior was similar back then, however long ago that was. And, um, you know, if these allegations came out, let's say when they were dating, he cheated on his, his girlfriend, wife, you know, girlfriend at the time and uh, she caught him whatever uh surely she be like this is just like back in 92 when you were fucking that damn cheerleader you son of a bitch you know i'm not saying that happened i'm just curious <laughs> you know uh, if if your wife caught you or not even caught you but if there was an allegation of you doing something and who are we we're just some smucks you know i'm a dude with a part-time podcast and if my wife if someone accused me of doing something my wife you know i've got I don't have the the cleanest history of being a a perfect person I'm not saying I sexually harassed women but um no none of us were angels right we've all sinned no one's perfect you know except for God himself um that's what Jesus Christ was for to help us out there right <laughs> but uh as she very well might not hundred percent believe me right off the bat <laughs> but with that being said um it's going to get interesting because now the uh, quote-unquote love gov doesn't even have his brother to try and defend him in these situations. But I did stumble across a, um, an article where um, this isn't the first time for Andrew Cuomo of being accused of anything. So he was accused of sexual harassment 20 years ago. And, of course, who was there to defend him? Hey, how's it going? I was there. That was me, buddy. I was, I was defending old Andrew Cuomo. It's my boy. Of course, you have one um, adulterer or whatever, sexual harasser, defending another, you know. So he, I'm trying to find the lady's name now, Susan Gaffney. So she was a HUD inspector general, Susan Gaffney, was a woman who dared to speak up. So you're talking. She dared to speak up. This was back in the 90s. Um, I mean it says 20 years ago. But obviously it was a little more than 20 years ago. But nonetheless. So you're talking in the mid 90s. Once again. you, It was very rare. For women to stand up against their accusers. And you know. If you guys are in the ballpark of my age. You know the 90s doesn't feel like it was that long ago. It was still 25, 30 years ago. I get it. And uh. Even then it was like, Oh, she dared to stand up, you know. So if if Daddy Cuomo was governor back in the eighties and was doing his thing back in the sixties, seventies, eighties, obviously if he was pinching women's asses, they weren't coming forward because it was a different time back then, right? Anyway. So um Gaffney did intend and in, I'm sorry, did indeed speak up and became a target and the contender followed the usual Cuomo wine or treatment, her allegation of sexual harassment as absurd nonsense. The suggestion that Gaffney had gone over the edge goes unchallenged. So, um, to the uh, astonishment of all Cuomo camp, Gaffney soon after filed formal complaint against Andrew and his most inner circle, accusing them of sexual harassment and discrimination. Um, I'm just going to read on. So you have um, different senators, which is which is crazy because you know you're talking. This was 20 some odd years ago, and there's names of people that were uh, that are still <laughs> Susan Collins, uh, still involved in Senate. Anyway, Senate hearing, which Gaffney made her case, warning of Cuomo's campaign of dirty tricks. Senator Susan Collins, Senator Fred Thompson, both Republicans were supported. Meanwhile, Rep- Representative Tom Lantos appeared to be cooperating with the Cuomo smear campaign. Representative Henry Waxman aggressively defended Cuomo, accusing Gaffney of nitpicking and petty complaints that defy logic and reason. Representative Elijah Cummings demanded an investigation into who? Gaffney. Not Cuomo, but into Gaffney, because obviously she was lying. But there was something much greater here uh, between the Cuomo and Gaffney case than uh, sexual harassment. Uh, Gaffney and her people have been digging into some shady behavior by Andrew Cuomo. Um, what ended up happening was Andrew Cuomo was uh, made the head of HUD. Uh, head Obviously HUD wasn't a glamorous job, but it offered all kinds of useful opportunities, including allegedly... A developer who acted as a major financer for Cuomo in his personal and political life. Some of Cuomo's decisions back then would help keep the country on track to, subpr- to the supreme crisis. Um, destroying Gaffney became a major priority not only for Cuomo but Democratic elected officials because she had touched the third rail of the Democratic patronage machine by investigating housing fraud. Cuomo and his Democrat cohorts launched an unprecedented campaign to smear the inspector general of their own agency as a vicious racist. At its peak, a Cuomo crony declared that Gaffney is under investigation by the FBI and members of Congress, that a dozen of her employees have made racial complaints against her, that the bipartisan U.S. Conference of Mayors had passed a formal resolution of a pattern of racism by the ig and that Deval patrick the former associate general for civil rights is now investigating her on the most serious charges of racism and department's history the accusations of racism like the push by Lantos and cuomo to investigate the ig's office for downloading porn were garbage but they accomplished their goal gaffney came off as unhinged and running a scandalous office enough mud was thrown That some of it had actually stuck, and by um, then, no one was paying attention to any investigations coming out of the IG's office. And uh, so what's the basis here? Cuomo won. America lost. The tactics that Cuomo uh, previewed against uh, Gaffney would be utilized to secure the governor's mansion and suppress critics and accusers. All that could have been prevented... By the Democrats chose to stand against or stand against its inspector general, who had been appointed by Bill Clinton, and with Andrew Cuomo, who had a political future in the New York, and then maybe DC, which I would say that's all gone now. Um. So, you know what what happened here? You had a you had a female, who um. You know Andrew Cuomo did whatever he did. She complained and they buried her. They buried her politically. Uh, they did everything they could do to just ruin her life. Um, Cuomo's allies, obviously, he's... I, I, you don't really think about it because you don't hear much about it as him being the governor of New York, or was the governor, I should say. You don't hear much about it, but I, I would have... You know, he was more powerful than than anyone, than we ever thought, I guess. His allies include numerous House Democrats Deval Patrick future governor of Massachusetts and Obama's favorite um, I'm sorry and Obama's favorite presidential candidate and some journalists speculate at the time of Cuomo's campaign had a tactic approval of the Clinton administration. It would be a rather surprising if they did not when you uh, consider the sheer scope If the Clintons had signed off on the campaign it would have been worse. Abuse by the corrupt clan that ca- uh, counted Jeffrey Epstein among its friends, and we'll get into that later. But obviously, when you have people like Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein, and these these other adulterers and freak shows, of course they're going to go to bat with you. And not to mention the fact that you have secrets on them. And so, obviously, you have just multiple situations here where. Um. Yeah, two brothers obviously dealing with learned behavior from someone uncle brother or not brother uh, uncle or father or mother or someone I'm, I'm going to assume you know they probably went to work with dad and at a time or two and dad probably pinched the secretary's ass and ha ha all fun and games because back in those days like I said it was more accepted not saying it was right but it was more accepted and uh, you know That brings you to today. All right. On to our next story. Ron DeSantis to establish a World War II civilian military force. Okay, so when I heard about this the other day, I thought it was interesting because I was saying, oh, that kicks ass. You know, he's going to have his own military, you know, not his, but Florida. Going to have their own little military situation, right? Me and Chris are talking about this. It was like, he goes, well, isn't that National Guard, blah, blah, blah? I said, well, that's still federal. The way he's describing this would be state. It would be under his authority. Um, so I'm going to play this clip. This is him uh, talking about it. This, I think this was on Thursday. We also want to make sure that we have the flexibility and the ability needed to respond to events in our state in the most effective way possible. Um, And some of that will uh, require us to be able to have uh, access and be able to use uh, support in ways that that are not encumbered by the federal government or don't require federal government. So uh, I'm going to be recommending in the budget $3.5 million to reestablish the Florida State Guard. Now, I would say that has to do with... um you know, you had the situation with, uh, uh, what's his face, fucking Lloyd Austin, right, uh, saying all the National Guards and whatnot have to be uh, be uh, inoculated and uh, or face, you know, losing their jobs. Well, this would be a way for people that are saying the Florida National Guard to still serve their, maybe not their country, but their state, And, um, you know, not have to worry about these uh, vaccines, right? I mean, personally, I think it's pretty cool because uh, you have, um, you know, in the National Guard, you could be deployed to wherever. You could still have to go to Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever we're sending troops nowadays. This way, I would assume you're going to be in Florida. You might be in different parts of Florida, but you're pretty much here um you know maybe if texas needed some help with something there was hurricane or whatever you might send them over to help them out but you're still not leaving the country you're still more more than likely not going to uh face war it was interesting so when chris and i were talking about this i believe it was friday or saturday we were talking about this and i was like cool um of course then we go into our what we do and well, shit, do you think it's, uh, you know, are we looking at possibly, uh, you know, him setting up a, a state military? So, if we succeed from the Union, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's just us speaking out of turn, never having really heard of civilian military before, you know, a um, a state-run military. So, of course, when this comes out, you have CNN losing their shit, right? So, it's interesting. So, <laughs> This is from the National Review. So, uh, you obviously, they they call it DeSantis Derangement Syndrome, right, on CNN this morning. So, I'm going to read this here. Gosh, a civilian military force in Florida that he would control. That sounds terrifying, especially when paired with the pieces, uh, artwork, which for some reason both show DeSantis and Trump. And what would this civilian military force in Florida do? Sounds fine, useful even. Ah, but this is unusual, right? Oh, wait. No, it's not. <laughs> so, um, reading this, it says uh, 23 other states in this country have the the same uh, thing. So, unbeknownst to me, I'm, I'm not saying nothing against CNN because I thought it was, you know, another Florida first, right? So, I go through the list here. So, here we go. Alaska. I'm going to name the states that have an active... Uh, state military. Okay? Even to the point where I can give you a situation of what military. Okay? So Alaska has a uh, defense force and a Navy. An Alaska Naval Militia. Okay? So you stroll on down. Uh, California has the California State Guard and a maritime. Okay? Connecticut has the Connecticut State Militia and a Naval Militia. Scroll on down here. Florida is right now is inactive, but uh, sounds like about to be active. Georgia uh, has a State Defense Force. Scroll on down. Indiana, uh, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska. Um, sorry, not Nebraska. Um, New Mexico, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Puerto Rico, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, of course, Texas, (laughs) Uh, Vermont, Virginia, Washington State, and that's it. Now, it's interesting, I read that list of names, so here's CNN losing their shit over this, right? joy reed on msnbc losing her shit over this um so i was i'm looking for a video i was trying to find a video of joy reed i know i saw it earlier just uh, when i was looking up stuff but nonetheless she loses her mind on this um whole thing claiming that this would be his personal army and personal Well, he'd be able to do whatever and it's like you motherfuckers like at least i didn't i'm not saying i knew anything Okay, but like I said before, who am I? I'm a guy with a a full-time job and a part-time podcast. I'm knocking out maybe 50, 70 downloads a show. Okay, it's not the best, but, you know, I've seen people try and do worse. But even I was curious enough to Google any other states have this. Maybe, just maybe, you do a fucking two seconds of homework before you open your mouth and lose your shit. Why did they do this? It's because of DeSantis, right? This, and this wasn't anything like it's not, he can't. I'm not ragging on Ron DeSantis. Trust me. I think he's the best governor and future president this state and this country will have. Yeah, that's what I said. But this isn't like his great idea. 23 other states currently have an active civilian military force or state guard or state militia, whatever you want to call them. 23 other states, and I, from reading that list, I, I don't know the exact number, but I would say at least half of those are from blue states, right? That uh, have Democratic governors, Democratic senators, Democratic whateverers, right? That's okay, but Ron DeSantis says, hey, that sounds like a good idea. I think we're going to do it here, and people lose their shit, right? It's just... Uh, I think it's a good idea. And if I wasn't, you know, damn near 50 years old, I'd sign up my damn self. But, uh, surely they, they could find someone else, some good old boy and girl or whatever to, to mount up and do their thing. I just think it's pretty funny that, uh, that the people are losing their minds over this. It just, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like the dude can't, um, can't do anything he does at this point forward for the next however many years is going to be scrutinized no matter how great of an idea it is you know when he was doing the monoclonal antibodies he was totally dismissed by the by the president on down to your your uh, national and local news media until it worked and then they didn't say shit and Biden took took access away like this was offered to all the states it wasn't just like florida came up with this great idea to do this it was out there it was out there as altern alternate treatment for the corona virus and uh florida basically bought up what they could they bought up every little bit they could not that they bought up everything and no one could, you know could get their own but um the um uh, the uh as soon as it started working i think it was under the guides of yeah buy whatever you want it ain't going to fucking work when it started working they're like oh shit it's working crap i mean you know damn well deep down inside these democrats and these people were praying to god that it what that it wouldn't work therefore um proving their point that the only way to beat this is with the vaccine well why would the fda emergency use this stuff if it wasn't going to maybe work because at the time when it was you know you know, approved for emergency use it was at the same time that the vaccines were approved for emergency use my question is if it works so well and it seems to have worked well for the people in the state of Florida why wouldn't you approve it full blown you know once again it brings me to another situation of why is why is it such a push for this vaccine other than its control? Now, one would probably say if monoclonal antibody testing or not testing, but uh, administration sites was was the plan, they would be pushing that. But I don't think it has anything to do with getting people better, quote unquote, because from all accounts, the monoclonal antibody stuff actually works. Yeah, you're going to get, and it's not a preventative. It's a, it's a after the factative if that's a word. Um, you're talking a situation where you, um, you take, you're you're sick. Okay, I got corona. You're sick. You go to this place. You get this stuff, and generally within a day or so, you're good. You know, you've seen many of people talk about this. You Joe, you know, Joe Rogan was probably the biggest name. But even so it's been matriculating down. I think Bongino a week or so ago went through the same situ- situation. I just saw this morning Dana White. Same situation. You know, and most of these people are like twenty-four to thirty-six hours after the fact you're good. You know? I don't hear them saying that about the vaccine. I still see people dying, taking the vaccine and getting corona. You know, I mean I I know I said this in the last show, I was gonna stop calling it a vaccine and I really need to start doing that because it's not a vaccine it's not i'm a uh, it's my biden that's my It's not a vaccine it's medicine sometimes medicine works sometimes it doesn't sure water oh um so on to jizzy mcgillicuddy lane maxwell uh still alive from what i can tell so it's interesting i'm scrolling twitter there is not a whole lot to talk about the, uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, trial. It's very interesting how much there isn't to talk about when it comes to this, uh, trial. And the reason I say that is because, you know, what was it? Two years ago you had, um, you had, uh, Epstein quote unquote kill himself, um, uh, and that was like a big deal, right? Oh my God, he killed himself. Huh? He was going to name names and then he quote unquote killed himself. Um, okay, she's still alive. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but the, the uh, prosecuting attorney in the case is, uh, I don't know her first name, but her last name is uh, Cuomo. No, her last name is Comey. Uh, yes, that Comey. Uh, the judge in the case was, I mean, I guess to her credit, she refused or you know turned down the promotion, but she was offered a promotion to a higher court uh conveniently enough. she turned it down why I don't know why was she given a offered a promotion I don't know. I saw a thing where she was offered a or not offered but I guess when she was in college you know you guys have heard of the skull and crossbones the the harvard uh social uh deal with, you know, like Clinton, not Clinton, but uh, Bush was in and whatnot. It's like a social club type thing. There was a, a, I'm assuming it's a women's version, Quill and something. Damn it, I just had it and I I forgot to save it. But nonetheless, I'm going to do some more digging into these people. It's very interesting when you have uh, Comey's daughter running the prosecution. You have a Obama appointed judge prosecuting the the situation but you know also in the same week that this uh trial has started you had the ceo of twitter resign the cfo of cnbc resign the cfo of walmart resigns the cfo of goldman Sachs resigns and chris cuomo was fired at cnn so this all happened this past week when this uh case when this trial started and when you scroll through Twitter, to you know, just trying to find stuff because there's really not a whole lot about this ca- about this trial online. Alls anybody can talk about is Trump. Oh, Look, here's pictures of Trump and Ghislaine Maxwell, and Trump and Jeffrey Epstein, and Trump in this. And then, oh, you know, Trump, you know, some girl offered Trump a hand job at at um, you know wherever they're at. Oh, Trump was at the thing, and Trump was here. Well there's been names named in this um in this uh trial so far you know you've actually had some names named uh you had uh, obviously bill clinton i heard you know trump's name um there's been a couple of senators a couple of congress people a couple you know there's been plenty of people named now they're not being named in the sense of oh, I had sex with Donald Trump or I had sex with whomever. It was just that these people were, you know, at his mansion or at his island or at his uh, thing in, in New York. What they're not saying is that, okay, so uh, Jeffrey Epstein was, what, a financier or whatever. I don't, I don't know exactly what he did to make his money. I'm assuming it had something to do with stocks and, and something along those lines, obviously, right? but interesting enough you know i think as jeffrey's epstein as jeffrey epstein's behavior became more obvious is when trump started to distance himself now obviously trump and them hung out i think the question is is once people started to realize what jeffrey epstein was about who hung out with him you know is there a picture of is there a painting by jeffrey epstein of trump in a blue dress you know, posing. Oh, no, that was Bill Clinton. You know, when will the government, if, if they really want to turn the screws to these fucking people, whether it be Trump or whoever, you would think they would be doing it. Now, I can scroll Twitter. I can find occupied Demo- Democrats on Twitter breaking a woman who was sexually abused by Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein testifies that they took her to meet admitted sexual predator Donald Trump at his Florida club when she was only 14 years old. Okay. Here's here's where this this tweet gets interesting. It admitted sexual predator. Who admitted that he would... Did Trump come out and say, yeah, I'm a sexual predator? You know, is this about that, that audio tape that was released by NBC during the election in 16 where uh, he talked about grabbing him by the pussy? And, you know... I'm not trying to dismiss anything that Trump said. Um, I personally like Trump. I like the things he says. I like how he talks because he talks like I talk. Um, And when he said it was locker room talk, I can get with that. I understand what he's talking about. That's what guys do. That's what men do. I'm sorry. Just because you said it don't mean you do it. Okay? And then you can come up with this article. Donald Trump banned... Jeffrey Epstein from Mar-a-Lago after pedophile tried to take home a member's underage daughter. So if Trump was such a pedophile and such a want to fuck 14 year old girls, then why would he ban his quote unquote friend from his personal club or not club, but his, you know, his personal well, club, you know, whatever it is, Mar-a-Lago, the, uh, golf and tennis club there why would you ban your friend from that you would hide it you would cover it up the fact that this trial has been going on for almost a week now and you really haven't heard other than trump's name being uh so you know connected by the pilot and even the pilot says well yeah i saw trump but he wasn't doing anything now whether the pilot's lying or not i don't know but in this country There's so much hatred for Donald Trump. I don't think there's as much hatred for Donald Trump as there are people that think Joe Biden's doing a shitty job. But nonetheless, there's enough hatred and and those people have a big enough mouth via the the, uh, Internet and Twitter and whatnot uh, that if Trump's name was mentioned, oh, he did whatever. Oh, he fucked this girl or here's pictures of him. There's so many pictures of him, but there's no pictures of him not of doing anything wrong. But there's actual footage and there's actual videos and there's actual other things that happened at Epstein's Island and at Epstein's penthouses and whatnot. There's actual evidence of other people, including Epstein and Maxwell, doing things. One would think this was Trump back when Trump was just Trump and he was just a building guy and he was, you know, a billionaire and he was building buildings. He wasn't president. I'm not saying he did anything. My point is, is if there's video and audio and whatever evidence of other people, including Epstein and Maxwell and whoever else doing these these unmentionable things to children. If Trump was one of those people you would know all about it. There would not be any insinuation. There would not be any curiosities. It would be a done deal. You would know everything you need to know. You wouldn't have to hear speculation. You wouldn't have to hear I think. You wouldn't have to hear anything other than fact, point blank, here it is, period. Now, one could argue, well, maybe that's because cameras aren't allowed in the, in the courtroom, and I would argue this, you have an Obama appointed judge, uh, Comey's daughter as the prosecutor. Do you think in your right fucking mind, if they if those people uh, Comey's daughters, surely she's seen all the evidence that they're presenting at trial, right? Surely she's seen the video, she's seen the picture, she's heard the audio. She's done this. As the prosecuting, one of the prosecuting attorneys, she's seen the evidence. The judge has been privy to the evidence. Do you honestly think that these two people individuals, this democratically uh, anointed judge and this democratically, I'm assuming she's a Democrat like her daddy, and the hatred that these people have for Donald Trump, do you honestly believe that if the evidence had anything about Donald Trump, they wouldn't want it publicized and televised and there's n- hardly any news media talking about this. You have a few podcasts talking about it. It's the first time I've talked about it, mainly because it's hard to find anything about it. Most of everything I find on on the court on the uh, trial as it is now is via, uh, you know, freelance journalist posting shit on Twitter. How accurate that is, I don't know, because no one's allowed in a fucking courthouse. You know, the the uh, sketch artist for. <laughs> I am assuming the court appointed sketch artist is releases a sketch of her uh, of the sketch artist drawing uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and in the picture now I'm assuming the the uh sketch artist has no reason to lie in her picture or I'm saying her I don't know if it's a female that's drawing but nonetheless um she the person drawing Ghislaine Maxwell is drawing a picture of Maxwell drawing a picture of the sketch artist so while this person sketching Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell is in turn sketching the sketch artist. So that's a little creepy in itself, I would think, but nonetheless, uh, point being is if, if Donald Trump was to be implicated in any of this, other than he knew Epstein or he hung out with him a time or two until shit started to get real. And Trump was like, I ain't got nothing to do with this motherfucker. Um, like I said, uh, comey's daughter knew about it she's got the evidence she's got the video she's got whatever she's got the judge is privy to the information prior to court prior to the trial starting so if they felt this was an opportunity to really bury donald trump trust me they would take that opportunity just in just the way the the they took the opportunity to try and buy a uh, bury kyle rittenhouse You know, as a white supremacist who killed two white guys at a, you know, at a quote-unquote rally, which was really a protest, which was really a riot. (sighs) Anyway, there is going to be plenty of more on this to come. It should be a nice, hopefully, action-packed week of crap if I can just keep digging on this uh, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, trial. Uh, Our... Our correspondent on the streets, Mr. Christopher J. Kyle uh, McGillicuddy, will uh, be uh, feeding me more information, hopefully, and then I'll bring you guys some more stuff on Wednesday. But, uh, on this day in history, I'm trying not to, <laughs> I did this, I don't know if you guys listen to Jack Posobiec, uh, he has a uh, podcast he does, and he does on this day in history, and Chris was give me crap, oh, all you copying him. Well, what it is, is what I'm trying to do now is trying to mix in some history but I'm trying to find something in history other than on this day, you know, ice cream was invented. Oh, big deal. Um, more of a situation on this day, something happened that made it better for mankind, especially, you know, whether it was in this country or not. But nonetheless, on this day, December 5th, 1862, the Congress petitioned and bills calling for an abol- um, an abol- God, dog, if I could say the word, I'd be a fucking millionaire abolition of slavery are filed. So, yeah, I would say it's a day in history, but it's also a feel-good story of the day. Maybe the feel-good story of history, so to speak. Maybe that's what I'll start calling it. Feel-good story of history. That's, that'll be it. So I'll mix a little history in with something that happened on this day in history that, that made the world a better place. And uh, I don't think anyone of us can argue with that, that that was the start of the the abolition of slavery and uh, abolishing slavery and giving these uh, enslaved people uh, human rights. So, and on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap her up for the day. Don't forget about our last sponsor, our uh, our best sponsor. That's right. <clears throat> Got to work into my sultry voice. That's smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. Check them out for 20% off on razors and razor accessories. That's smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. And don't forget, we are also a brand ambassador for Makers Mark Bourbon. Drink some. It sounds like you see my voice is getting a little froggy into this about an hour in and getting a little gruffly. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, check them out. And please, guys, don't forget to go to our website, don'ttreadonmerica.com subscribe you'll get all sorts of spam and crap and I'll bug you I'll send you some naked pictures no, I'm joking I won't do any of those you'll get uh, show updates and notifications and also on there you can check out our social media pages Facebook and Instagram don't trade on America and uh, Twitter uh, D underscore 1775 and if you want to follow me personally on Twitter it's PCGC underscore 1775 check those out say hi follow like And whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please, if it's Apple, give me a five-star. But most importantly of all, no matter where you're listening to this on, please share this with your friends. And just keep this thing growing. We did hit 5,000 downloads last week. So we're on to 6,000. So let's just keep them coming. And uh, guys, people in California, my, my little group of guys and gals that are out there listening to us, please continue to spread the word to your friends out there. And let's just keep this thing growing and growing and growing. And on that date, it is December 5th, 2021. I am your host, Don Q. Guys, I will talk to you again on Wednesday. Have a fantabulous day. See you later.